0: So, welcome to another episode of the Walking Down Street Foot Lane Podcast. We have got the two Nerf's here. We've got Bin Man, and we've got Nathan Radcliffe, who is very notorious <laughs> on the Twitter. But he's just been explaining <laughs> to us that he's not—he he doesn't go on it much. How are you both doing? Well, I'll start. Yeah, I'm all good, me,
1: after this
2: weekend's result. but I I'm fine happy. as well, especially after the result. I'm volunteering at Avro at the moment with some of their stuff while uh, we're not allowed in. But be keeping up with the score and stuff. And I saw 4-2 and I thought that was a good result, that. So, yeah, good mood, good mood, yeah.
0: Absolutely. So, how are you, uh, Brad? I it's, yeah, I'm done decent, mate. It's always good on a Sunday when we get we get a win on the sat then. Absolutely. It's kind, of, it's kind of positive for once and we're into a Christmas period where we don't normally do well and we're, we're here talking about even though obviously we didn't get beat on Tuesday but going to the league leaders and getting three points is is more than what, what you want uh, around Christmas time there but yeah, obviously everything, everything's good at the moment it seems. Brilliant. Good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, yeah so obviously we've got Nathan here with us. Uh, As I said, all the years he has been quite notorious on there. He did say before um, about uh, being voted one of the most nine (laughs) Oldham fans on Twitter. So he took a bit of a back step. uh, How did you get them
2: to support him? Interesting sort of story, really. I think it's probably a bit different from most others. So obviously I'm from Oldham, uh, but as you can maybe sort of tell from my accent, it's a bit sort of different from sort of the more traditional Oldham ones because I'm down, you know, dead far away just just outside of sort of new Moston yes. area. So I'm dead far probably furthest away you could be without being in like Saddleworth or anything like that. And that's not properly Oldham. Uh my dad's a Wigan fan, was from Wigan. Uh mum side's from Oldham, whatever. Uh, so I got into football purely by being born in Oldham. Which is why I didn't get in didn't get into it too early because my dad, you know, he was like Wigan fan. So I got into it just um uh, my first game was the uh Johnson's paint trophy in northern final against Chesterfield when um was it And Voto and, what's his, his, that was it, uh, messed up in the last minute. I got, I think I got, yeah, that was devastating. Even though I didn't know too much about teamwork, I was like, I I sort of knew, I was only about 10 or uh, 11 there, I think. Um, A mate, uh, one of my dad's mates told us, oh, yeah, it's, you know, big game, whatever. So I I went along with him and there was a guy swearing behind me. And that's how I always remember it, there was a a guy swearing or whatever and my mum being,
1: was that in the main
2: stand? That would have been, <laughs> if I remember correctly, main stand furthest towards yes. the chaddy and I think it was uh, the bottom bit. So,
1: well, thanks. So, no idea. <laughs> no idea. Could have been. It.
2: If he, any of these guys watching it know who that guy was, let me know. But it was down near that area. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah. So obviously, this first game was the Chesterfield game. Obviously, well, well, one of the recent in recent times, one of the worst defeats which we've had and we should have really got to end with that. So it's all been doom and gloom. Yeah, um,
2: generally with that, like I said, it, it, a bit of a different story because most people get into it I think through the dad or the brother or someone taking them. I went to a few games here and there, sort of if there were a fiver off or a cup game where it's a bit cheaper or whatever over the next couple of years and then it would have been the the season when I, when I properly started following them as in following every single game. Sort of similar to what we're doing now was probably the uh, would it have would been, I think it would have been like, a, uh, what would it have been? The first uh, Shez season when he came back, when it was dirt and start of that. I remember yeah. sort of, you know, it was Darren Kelly, David Dunn, Shez came back and all that. And then, you know, it was Curtis Main came in on loan and that type of thing. And then probably from that summer, um, I think that's when I joined joined Twitter on uh, Oldham. That's when it properly started going that's where you
1: became, yeah, famous. I think that's
2: when the pole was from, but I think I, sort of, I was a bit I was a lot younger then, so I think I was probably a bit more annoying than I am now um and then yeah, that's sixteen cool. seventeen again wasn't really going that much, um but still following stuff and you know was a bit more knowledgeable, and then it was the um probably second half of the sixteen seventeen season. <laughs> I went to Fleetwood game, uh, you know, Bolton game, those ones at the end, and then got a season ticket for the seventeen eighteen season. So it's quite recent, really. But I was following it in, you know, proper way, very similar to how everyone's doing it now, either watching it, you know, home, the little clips on Twitter that people are putting out that type of thing. Uh, That's how I got into it.
1: What brought you to? What kept you (laughs) going? right, you know, because obviously we've got stories that we've told over the years. What what keeps you going? What because obviously you've come at a difficult time where we, you know, we had so many managers, we had three mm. that season, didn't we? It was Darren Kelly, yeah. uh, who was it, uh, David Don Dunn, don't. and John Sheridan. You know, we had three seasons, ups and downs, and like you won't believe. So, what made you think, Do you know, what this is? Yeah, it was league.
2: a weird one because I sort of got into football a bit late, the later, than everyone else. There was sort of lots of a bit of a fight if you like amongst people who I should support in a joking way whatever. my brother's a Man United fan which you won't like about this and I don't you know what I mean and there's all that oh. so there was a bit of a fight amongst people for who I should support um, you know and I think it would have been I think I remember I remember I was in this room I'm in now my bed bed, and I remember following the I think it would have been the Johnson's Patriot trophy game against Barnsley and it must have been about 2014 maybe and I remember just sort of don't know what I still don't know why I did. I'm following it on Twitter as we all are now, and I think that's probably the first time I did it. And it was just these events over the years, little bits where I sort of and it just sort of built up, and then up until sort of getting a season ticket and then going properly. So it, it wasn't really one massive moment, it was little bits here and there that sort of added up. Um, I couldn't really tell you the exact reason, I think it's just a bit different. Um, my sort of reasons for supporting the club, um, yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's fair enough that you know, if that drove over to mm-hmm. that, no. because uh, obviously me and Brad have obviously got stories to tell like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> obviously we've said on many of these podcasts, you know, but you know, I just think deep down, you know, I can see on Twitter, maybe you're joking aside, I can see that you mm-hmm. do love the club. I can I can see that. I can see that. And you know, just hopefully one day, you know, we'll have yeah. our day, you know. You know, and uh, obviously, you, you go on about this uh Darren Kelly season, uh, of that season. What were your highlights of that season? Your first season sport Oldham? Like, you could,
2: you it? could start the first season, it was sort of slowly came in from sort of watching it. You know, the sort of yeah. Darren Kelly season, there were lots of sort of bad moments and, and stuff like that. And I think Dunn was there, or is it he got his three draws and then got it highlight of that season? No, you probably would have to be sort of end 15, yeah. Probably if I remember correctly, and hopefully not got the wrong season. So probably a um, goal away at South End. Um, also weren't there, but watching the highlights a bit. Yes. Oh. oh, it was on a
0: Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday night that we were there. Yeah, was it? Uh, was it when Sheridan running down? The <laughs> yeah. at the end we doing his fist pump. Curtis Mayne weren't, if I remember. Yeah, Curtis Mayne bagged it uh, on a Tuesday night, and I think they were about. 200, 300 is that? And it, we, we were absolutely mm. going mental. Work, it showed they we were going mad. Yeah, and they just obviously mm. had the connection with the club yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, it was.
1: Was that the same season? Was it? If I could, remember correctly, was that the uh, the goal that uh, Peter Clark scored at Chesterfield, I think it was, wasn't it? On uh, the season after. I think that was season so after. Was that the season, yeah. after? Well, season after? right? See that that should have yeah. come back that many yeah. times. I forget.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it all, it, all, it all goes into one. It all goes into one. Uh, but yeah, obviously, uh, it is a good good memory to have there. Uh, obviously, staying up there, and it obviously has the, has the love of the club there. But um, obviously, going on to this season, um, have you? Caught um, many
2: I've games? not. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't normally had a season ticket. Obviously, I didn't bother buying one this year because I had a f- sneaky feeling that sort of their little deadline the, the government put out football fans could be back in for October. I had a little sneaky suspicion that wasn't actually going to happen. So I thought I'm not going to pay that money to just to watch it on. On iPhone, I was just blame. thought for this might be six months, could be 12 months, whatever how long it is. I'll just follow on Twitter whenever and I'll go and you know go down iPhone and help out with them, you know, doing some stuff for them with, with you know filming their games and the, some of the media stuff with them just until you know something normal comes back or whatever. And uh, that's what I did. And we can get yeah. back in, yeah, no,
1: don't blame you, you know, get mm-hmm. something in while you can, you know, because it's. You know, that, as you said, I, I, I can gather by your, your persona that you don't like. Yeah, uh, not really. <laughs> you know, you don't take an interest in it. No, which is a good thing, you know. At least you're doing something for the yeah. uh, the local clubs around here, which is literally down the yeah. road. No,
0: that's good. That's good. Yeah, what's, what's, your, what's your take on this season, the way it's obviously panning out? So we're getting close to halfway through now. It's um, one of them where... What's your
2: thoughts? at least in my limited time, sort of supporting the team, like I say, I've, I've you know, some other people, 20, 30 years or whatever, could link it to back to some other season. But for me, it's probably the most similar to sort of the 17, 18 season when that pa- that period under Wellens of, even it was only 15 games, which other fans might listen to this, I think 15 games, that's probably the best bit. That 15 game period is the best bit of my time supporting Oldham, even remotely being supporting the team. Um, that was the bit where I was like, that was a bit of an unbeatable. And I was like, we're good here and I think this is the moment now where we're like, it's somewhat similar, this sort of little run we're going on but I think the difference with this is I have a bit more of a feeling that it's going to be permanent perhaps or somewhat permanent if we can keep the plays in because we had sure the bad spot but he's come, come in now and he's turned it around and even though, you know, even if I like the philosophy of sort of you score three, we'll score four because it's a bit more entertaining compared to you know, yeah, scoring one goal and just hanging on or whatever. And, you know, so it's one of them where if you'd said perhaps six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, you would have said, National League, here we come, but we're going a bit better now, winning a few. And it every single game, we sort of think, is this going to be the end of the run? Or we've lost one, is it going to be the end? But we just keep doing so. I'm a bit more confident that, listen, even if it's not playoffs, I think even just a solid, even just like 10th would be like 10th would be the highest I've seen us. Finish ever in my team, so that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that'd, <laughs> that'd be cool.
1: It is appalling that mm. the win it when you think about yeah. it. It is appalling, you know that. That's but like I said to Brad the other week, and I seen someone on Twitter putting it on uh, quite recently, and uh, it's an actual fair assumption of the fact that uh, our attackers could get us promoted from this league. I'd agree. Our defenders mm. could get us relegated from it. The way we've been
2: defended, yeah, that's agree? that's basically it's, it's almost like a mini war between both of them as to where you can be, you know, you could sort of um, have the most goals involved. With it's one of them where if you know got so, so many good attackers, but if you lose one or two, of them, then defenders wise we're screwed. And that's probably that's probably maybe this sounds a bit bad, but I think that could be the, the downside of it is that um, sort of Abdallah goes right, and the team goes right. Yeah, it's all right. We'll, you know, we'll keep scoring loads, and don't worry about conceding. And if one of those lads stop, you know, doing the stops, whoever kind of uh, stops scoring, you're screwed. Then, and you're going to start losing. And that's my concern: is that yeah. perhaps we get to January, thinks feet up, don't need to sign anyone. We're going all cut, okay, even if it's mid-table. Those lads stop scoring, and you, you, you know, you're going to be on like a um, one of those runs where you, you know, opposite to what used to happen with Sheridan, where bad first half. Good in the second half. The opposite, where we have a good start of the season, but an awful second half. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, what, looking at obviously the three games which we've had recently—Bradford, Walsall, and as I said, Newport—we scored ten goals in them, but as I said, we conceded in six. And uh, just touching on yesterday's performance in a bit more detail, I think some of the players though who played had the best games for the club, uh, specifically Keela Dunn. Um, like, the, it seems like this, it's took them a bit of time to to build in, uh, to get to get a bit of confidence. It seems to be paying off now. Um, what, obviously, what's your thoughts on... Yeah, it, it was, was one of them game. where I
2: thought they're top of the league, so you you have a look at that and think, well, if we lose, we're not too bothered by that. Um, but then I came on and saw 4-2 and I thought, yeah, I'm happy with that. You'd take that and you destroy them. And it's, it, you know, it's one of them where you sort of like it builds up confidence beating top of the league, even if they're on a bad run themselves or not too good, you know, or they only rely on one player, even but busted there. I think it did not, not lost at home since February or something like that. So you take that and you take that any day beating top of the league 4 2 away. Awesome. Um, just hope you can take it into the next game and the next game and you can keep up some kind of Of course, you're going to lose them. It's just annoying when you do that and then you lose to Walsall. So. It's like, we should be beating these, but, you know, how it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I look at, obviously, look at the Walsall result. I, I, it does show that we have got a bit of character in the squad uh, where we come back from 2-0 down. Yesterday, we came back from we saw some 1-0, 1-0, 2-1, 2-0. Save a penalty there. So, Walsall are in a bit of... Uh, they are in decent form uh, at the moment, but I, I do believe that we should have got something from the game. But as I said it, it made up for it yesterday. you wouldn't have thought us going to Newport and getting a win would 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 be there especially especially where obviously around Christmas we don't really mm. tend to play that well around Christmas as well. No, we don't. Like going on like
1: yesterday, Brad, when they got that penalty, I thought, This is it now, innit? You know they're gonna go on and win the game and you know, we came back and won four two for me. Like you, you know, I agree with you, Brad, you know, we've got character in the squad, haven't we? that are capable of, you know, getting results. And like you go on to about Tuesday, you know, we're 2 nil down and we brought it back to 2 all. We have got some character in there they are getting back, you know, to get us back fighting back into these games, you know what I mean, and going on to win them, you know. But I think that defeat at Walsall, like you said, Brad, I, for my opinion, I don't... I know we, it's at home again and, you know, we have been struggling at home, but, you know, Walsall are on a big run themselves. You know, they've come really good, you know. So, I don't think it's as bad as what, you know. It's obviously disappointing to lose, of course, but, you know, I don't think it's... Uh... To come back to ball. you know, it's good, but unfortunately, we uh, fell a bit short in the last 3-2. But Did you watch...
2: Uh, no, it I didn't watch again, any of them. I, I say I've um, only watched little clips on Twitter or whatever. Uh, just one of them. It's one of them, yeah. you know, you're sort of just watching it. Similar to our... I, um, eventually was started following it just like on Twitter or whatever. So I you know, I couldn't analyse the whole performance for you, but it's just one of them where you lose, you go again next time, don't you? And you beat Newport next week, so you're happy with that, aren't you? So
0: Oh, absolutely. Exactly. We we said we said on the podcast after we beat Bradford, we took four points from the next, the next two games, it would be, we would be very, very happy with it. Obviously, we didn't beat what, didn't beat Walsall so got but we beat Newport, which, as I said on there, it was on there. And I think the way we played yesterday, I think one of the best performances we played. And it was to be, to be fair, it was probably one of the best games in League Two I've seen. Where it was, it was very it was open. uh We watched it. As I said, we watched it together, Bim, and we were absolutely, we were saying like, well the it's, it's just attack, v defense. we just kept on going forwards, backwards. Um, uh, on there, and as I said, it we just we just kept tired, and obviously Newport came. I, I think they're probably Newport one of the best players in the league. You know, that Scott Twy, who more than likely will get called back by Swindon in January. Yeah, so I, I probably say that Newport will, he, Newport will probably fall off. And I think Paddy tweeted me before the game. Are you making names up? I went watching score first, and he ended up.
2: Doing yeah, it.
1: no, even uh, the, as well on to the Newport game, guys. I don't know if you took attention to this, Nathan, with obviously not watching it till you got home.
0: Like, I heard about it. Yeah, absolutely horrendous. Yeah. Weren't it bad? Yeah, terrible. I, I tweeted. It looked like there was something. Quite a heavy tackles going yeah. in, uh, going in I thought it's gonna be a red card here or a serious injury. Newport would. They, they, they were a bit, were a bit soft. Some of their players they just kept them going down, like wasting a bit of time and like needless injuries. I think the ref. Played into it a bit as well, where he, he said it was injuries, but there was nothing up, nothing up with it i a bit soft start sometimes, but obviously when the game got going, it was a very entertaining. Yeah, it game. was.
1: It was. I've never seen, uh, like you say, it was end to end. You know, anyone could have won it, and obviously we got the fourth, and it was a uh, good night Vienna. Even Brad <laughs> contemplating setting the pyro off in the living room, didn't you, Brad?
0: Exactly. We 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 jumped. when we scored the third. Obviously, I've got Thomas at side of me. He's there having his, having his tea. <laughs> And uh, we were absolutely ballooning all over the place, where we? we were jumping up, going yeah. mad. We all, we always like slagged off uh, United and City fans in pub, where they say, "Oh, what are you shouting at telly for?" But obviously, you, you can't help it when you when your team playing playing there, you scoring it the last couple of minutes there to win the game. But yeah, it, it was really good. And I said, performance wise, I think some of the players had the best. Even yeah, I'm not a big fan of Garrity. I think he, even he played all yeah, right he yesterday.
1: He did. So, what's your favourite? What's your Thought of the plays so far with the, the recruitment, Nathan. What's you know, with the players we've got. As Brad just mentioned there, Garrity, for me, I'll give you my opinion for Garrity's uh, not for me. I just don't think he's good enough. I thought he had a good game, you say, like Brad said. I thought he did really well, but, you know, it's all right having one good game and the, net, the rest is just not good enough what's your opinion on the recruitment so far the it's, it's one of them maybe it was just you because
2: know. the sort of the way the uh, everything is at the moment and other things are sort of you know sort of getting more attention and stuff like that but it's one of them where going in it sort of felt like like you ever played Football Manager or FIFA and you sort of simulate and then you have a look at Oldham and then most you know after two or three seasons and most of the plays are different it felt like that so it felt like most of the plays were just sort of naturally or like the regens or whatever and they all got weird names so I'm looking at a lot of the lads it, it's like, this, I don't know who this is, you know, a lot because of the big change in the squad uh, which he hadn't had previously, although maybe that's part partly down to sort of um, you know, like I said big change, you know, changing the squad and sort of other things taking attention uh, and stuff like that, so because it was about lot you hadn't really heard of them before, or whatever but it's sort of changing now and I'm sort of, you know, getting into it and stuff like that and uh, it, yeah, it's one of them, I'd love to see Wieter back obviously in the team and um, you know, even though he's a bit old. You still sort of want someone like him in the team. Um, yeah, it's it's one of them where you just sort of think, Oh, if you kept Chris McCann from last season, you'd got we you your where the team could be the mass- the massive difference. And then even you know players like Silo and Mislo, I know they're sort of a bit you know by some fans, but I think out of the Abdallah sign is there some of the better ones compared to Gonzalez and the Cocos or whatever they you know play in game. It yeah, yeah, but then you know even stuff like. Durnley, I think, is a good player. Just sad he's injured a lot. I think his his record shows. He's you know, I think he's our best attacker, goals per minute wise. And you, yeah, just his injuries that, uh, into it. that's the biggest problem. Uh, McAlaney, was a, he scored loads for Fleetwood and Oxford, I think. So he's got his record there, and he's been banging them in. You know, so attacking wise, you spot for choice really. Danny Rowe as well, even though he's never really done it at Football League until he joined Oldham when he was, you know, filed or whatever, really good, you know, that good record and now bringing that to the Football League and he has sort of shown he, I if you, I know there a few sort of saying, oh, it's a public league player, but he has scored some, you know, even if he's not as good as the others and I think I've got to mention uh, Baham Bula as well. I think he's become quite a favourite of lots of people and of me as well. He, he, you know, he might not score a lot, but he just is um, assist-wise and sort of, you know, off the ball stuff is quite good as well. So I think he's a, he's a good fan. I think, if he keeps it up, I think he'll probably become, uh, amongst fans, the the best rated uh, Abdallah signing. Let's just say, uh, you know.
1: Well, Brad always talks about. Don't you, Brad, about What he's like?
0: Yeah, obviously I listened to. To I didn't know that you could on the iPhone if you just signing, you could get the like interview. So this is what Keeler Dunn said. Uh, he turned around and he said that. It's good to have a player like Balanbuila. He said that he wouldn't all. He's not always going to beat his defender, but he's going to get you twenty thirty yards up the pitch because he's direct and forward. And that's the type of player you want in in this league, where you just want to go yeah. forward a bit. You don't want to be going sideways backwards. He's always looking to attack, and he did get into a lot of dangerous positions. He set up he set up McCallman for his goal, but how many times did he cross the ball in, like slip it back? Where? he either just got cleared or it just missed uh it just they're creating chances and that's what we've missed over the over the someone who's just and and put the ball of, in the six but, yard um,
1: area like you said didn't you?
0: Yeah that that yeah it's, it's always it's always gonna be uh um it's always gonna be be dangerous <laughs> and what is it now? Lee Johnson calls it the corridor of yeah. confusion. <laughs> um so he, he, he that's that's where you want the ball there. Right? if you got if you've got a goal scorer that's where they're gonna take yeah. the chances there. But I, 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 speaking on the recruitment side of things uh, i think mike Ireland tweeted it uh that colin McLean is probably one of the best signings we've made in the last in the last few years uh even as probably said before Abdali's what yeah. what what he's, what he's done he he, he he we give him a bit of stick didn't we been man uh, yesterday for the, when he should have yeah. passed it uh he, he's, he's got oh he, he went, you fucking greedy bastard should, he should have buried that but Obviously, make, makes up with his goal there, but that's what you want a striker to be doing. you want your striker to be a bit greedy and, and to, to have mm-hmm. shots. But he's he's been has been, been a fantastic fire, fan, and hopefully we do. I think he's only on a twelve month contract, so get him tied if, down. We do get to get him tied down because I think he is key uh, for us if we are going to go anywhere.
1: Well, I, 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 like I said, you know you mentioned there then Nathan about Danny Raw, hmm. uh, you know being in non league. Now I look at the uh, the non league every week. You know the National League Premier. And Nathan, I'll be really honest. I know you know a lot about non-league, but there's no, there's not a lot of difference now between League Two and. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't really say I agree, know loads. I know,
2: but bits with you know stuff I do. Um, I wouldn't say an expert. Lots of other lads who know more yeah. than me. Just, I'm just being honest. But you know, I get what you're saying. Um, uh, but from the yeah, the guys sort of um, who sort of we have on, they do sort of say, and they've played League Two. They said the difference they've seen over the years is the the different the the gap is closing. Like I said, it might be called something. It might be called non-league you know, might not technically be professional, but you see the difference in players is that the leagues are merging together. Whether that's League 1 or League 2 dropping down and National League dropping up, a bit a both maybe, because, you know, the Championship's obviously a big jump, and all that, uh, but National League, yeah. all those lads are becoming professional players, now professional teams. I think there's only two teams in the National League who aren't professional, so they're going to be training full-time, and if they're training full-time, yeah. then they can act more like a full-time player, professional player, and then they get moved to League 2. And that's, I think, seeing the difference we have seen. Now, as I think, um, from national league teams who've been promoted to League Two, it's been a very long time since one of them have gone straight back down in the first season. Which says the the leagues are sort of merging together, like I said. And um, you know, maybe that will change this season. We don't know, but you know, it's one of them where the, the difference is closing a lot. So if you do get some of these good national league players, they can make that step up to League Two. And you know, even though Rome might not have scored as many as the others, he's still.
1: I agree. I I absolutely agree. Well I said this to Brad about the getting relegated from the non league, weren't they, Brad? I think there's only one team that's been relegated. Is it from League Two, Brad, and gone straight back up the year after? So you can tell how hard it is to get back. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, that just mm-hmm. Br- bristol Bristol Rollers were is the only team who's done it in the last I can't remember the last last time somebody else has done it other than Bristol Rollers. But yeah, the gap the gap is obviously is tightening the and obviously I, I think Raw when he when he does I think Grant's Playing like Danny Roy, he's yeah. like dropping deeper, trying to hold the ball up on the. I do, I do like Roman when he's hold up, playing. He's he's very he's a very intelligent player on the. Yeah. Um, but we'll just obviously one thing which we obviously discussed before we do move on to uh, looking forward to the new year uh, period. Sorry, over Christmas period is on on Newport. The the way Need to give sorry, we need to give Kuel a bit of credit again. <laughs> you no, know, over the last few podcasts, we've been blowing yeah. smoke up his ass uh, on there. But I think one thing which is key, which you've is noticed, is q he seems to time his substitutes quite quite well. Yeah. What do you think?
1: I agree with you. I said that to you in the, the room yesterday, didn't I, Brad? I said, you know, he brought on the substitutes, I said he, he's his he substitutes and they're absolutely, uh, absolutely bob on. You know, credit where it's due, and like you said, Brad, you know, we've got to hold our hands up and say fair play. And, you know, we have, haven't we? We have, don't you agree, Nate? If you, you know, if you see it, you just, I think us olden fans, are, you know, are all too, mm. just too negative, negative, negative. But we can't actually blame them for being like that because of the turmoil we have been in. But I just think for once, I will hold my hands up and go, do you know what? Killers doing a yeah, fantastic I'd, job.
2: I'd agree with that as well. I think it's probably some of these, probably. Like I said, he's had his good career, you know, playing at the highest level. He's probably something he's picked up from some of these top top managers he's played under. As a lot gets said, like good players, you know, do they become good manager, what, managers, whatever? So I think that that time, and I think he probably picked it up from those working around the best or whatever. And those look things you do pick up from them, and you can take down, you know, that you can't really get if you never played or whatever. And uh, like I said, I was a bit, I know, I think I made a few jokes, whatever, about Cool and Twitter when things weren't going too well, but I think. Yeah, big change and turnaround up, you know, it goes on. I think a few fans were a bit umming and ahhing because they'd seen him at Crawley, they'd seen him at Knox counting, you know, not too good, you know. You Not you know, not, not the proper record, but you, know, you look at him now and you think, you keep it up, you know, maybe we can put those... You know, the, the further you get into his spell, the more you judge him off what he's done at Oldham, you know, what he's doing here now, rather than what he's done at the past, whereas I know we've changed managers a lot, but I think, at least I do this a lot, you get these new managers in, and they've only played five games. So you're still sort of thinking about the previous spells, or oh, he did bad at this team, or whatever. So I think hopefully you know we can get a good run, and we'll start now judging him off what he's doing here rather than what he's done in the past. Because I think that can sort of, if you have a bad spell, it can sort of linger over you. If you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so when we appointed him, uh, I remember Brad saying to me. You know, the first, and I, you know, I was thinking it as well. I'm not just going off what Brad said, but the first thing you thought of when Kewel actually mm. got appointed were Notts County, didn't we? Everyone thought that, oh, look what he did at Notts County. And we all thought, I just think it's because we changed managers that many times. It do not matter who comes in, you're going to think, well, how long are these going to last? You know, you, you, that's the way it gets you thinking. It does. and
0: Yeah. Def, definitely, definitely on there. But as I said, I older my hands up. I thought that he could have gone. He could have gone October, November. The fans' frustration. Maybe the fans were in the stadium. He, he could. He probably Some would have gone. But, exact, so that might uh, be a blessing.
1: Thought, oh yeah, word, you know, we all saying it, you know. But it's good to be proved wrong. Because if you have been proved wrong, mm. it means the team's doing well, doesn't it? You know.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely on there. But obviously, one thing is a. Big problem, obviously. With Keel at the moment is the home form. I think Keel did on the interview with Mikey Brown. He turned around and asked him, "Like Keel doesn't want to like get into it much, but obviously it's it is the elephant in the room where we are struggling." Look, at, obviously, I looked at uh, the form table for t- the hub, the teams who are at home. Who, at home, we beat uh The the top three of the top seven, which is Cambridge, uh, Cambridge, Colchester, and Newport. Oh, and ex as well. Uh, so obviously away from home, we're doing very well, and obviously at home, we're it's we 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 are struggling a bit, and we play we do play Harrogate, which obviously are a non-league a non-league team, they've been north north northern counties league and stuff like that. But they're they're away form. I think they're in the top seven. They're in the top seven as well. And obviously our home form, is is pretty poor at the moment. How do we manage to change our... You know, it's one of them I'm looking at it. That?
2: Um, I was reading some numbers. Uh, I think I think another sort of obvious thing, is no fans of him as well, we all know that. But I think I saw some numbers as well that sort of saying the fans not being in has had an effect that now away teams are gaming, gaming in a bit of an advantage. So perhaps that's part of the reason. I don't think it's the full reason to explain such a big difference in terms of, you know, the difference between one of the worst own cards in the league but I think it's the best away record in the league I think from having a look at it that our second best um, yeah. so I think that's part of the reason but apart from yeah. that I don't know I, I'm trying to sort of have a thing to sum with a pitch you know that's something a bit different um, fans All doing fans um, <laughs> but <it's> you <laughs> know perhaps it's something you know it's really hard to say I, I don't it's hard, it's hard to really say what the actual difference is um Perhaps just the mentality of perhaps not, of you know, us, but the other teams are sort of going. right, we'll just go for them then. Uh, away game for us is just a home game. That's what they're thinking because there's no real difference with fans being in or anything like that. We'll just go from and perhaps that's the difference that we're not adapting to the different sort of climate of this year and the differences. You know, obviously with no fans being in, the other teams are adapting. Perhaps that's the reason. I don't know. Yeah. Apart from that. I don't know. I would have to have a look at some, you know. Uh, it might might be a good question to sort of ask, um, sort of pro- statos. I think you know people who sort of have proper look at stats or whatever. Is there any sort of in the analytics that sort of point to some sort of difference? I don't know because uh, yeah, it's a bit strange. Yeah, we are.
1: We've... Sorry, go on, Brad. Go on, mate.
0: No, no, no. I'll. I'll,
1: I'll uh, not for form. It's been like I, I keep mentioning on here a lot. Yeah, you, you know we've been so bad at home. How many home defeats have we had? Is it nine now? By the way, is it nine? How many home defeats have we had? I, I, I know it's, it's quite. It. I, I could tell a you. Lot. I know
0: it is quite a lot. We will, we will. And we, we only won, won one two. in the league. Cheltenham and Bradford, weren't it? Two. Yeah, Cheltenham and Bradford. Yeah, they're the two which we won. Um, <laughs> It's it's just, I, I, obviously uh, the style of football which Q plays is counter attacking football, and obviously being the home mm. team, you've got to be you've got to be on the ball, and you got you've got to be the one looking dangerous. And obviously, when we're away from home, you can hit them on the counter. That's what we did yes, yesterday against yeah. Newport. But obviously at home, from at home, we we need to be more attacking. I think what we might need to do, we might need to have a look at a different formation, maybe be a bit more attacking yeah. and drop Natanwe and then obviously play Garrett Yeah, I agree. And maybe and maybe drop Grant there. And I don't know I don't know obviously I'm not I'm not a football manager but that may be one of the options Obviously, but obviously with Natanwe being dropped, it leaves the back four exposed and the way we defend it's
1: no not the We've greatest. got to break defend though, haven't we? The, you know, uh... like, you got Arrogate coming on boxing, don't <clears throat> you, brothers, to Boundary Park, guys, yeah? For me, i I got a feeling they're going to come and try and, you know, try and get something. So it's our job to go and break them down, because they're going to try and get a point. It is, it's obvious. They are going to try and get a point. So it's us it's to break them down. We need to break them down. And I agree, Brad. I would drop, you know, say or rest Dirk uh, Matanway and put someone in there, and like you said, Grant, and go attack him and let's go for it. You know, because it's our own game. Like you said, I'd rather, you know, you look at our away form, lads. You know, we've won so many away from home. But wouldn't you rather win at home than away? Because for me, I've always said this, our own form is that bad. I'd I'd want to win at home. We'd want to be leaving home happy. Yeah, we all go on away games and enjoy it. You know what I mean? But for me, we've got to make Boundary Park a fortress if you want to go anywhere.
2: Hmm.
0: You know, don't you agree? (laughs) You know. Yeah, I I do I do agree to some of the same. Obviously the old saying is win you win your home games, draw draw your away games, but obviously we can do it in reverse. We're gonna be up, up there yeah. at some point uh on there, but it, it is it is an hard one on the uh John there. But we we've got they've got obviously they'll probably have John Stead up up front so they've got to be cartos <laughs> yeah. up front who's cats pass on the he, he's, he's just gonna he's just gonna be looking to the bully, bully, our defense. Obviously, we need to stand, stand firm, and, then, and like you said, we need to be on the front foot, attacking on the. We need to go out, go out there, and, and, and go for it on the. Uh, but yeah, I, t- I t- totally agree there. Uh, the uh, I don't out? think so. No, on I think point, uh, you
2: know? boxing. I think Avro got a game, so I'll be i uh, I'll be down there, but I'll uh, watch the highlights and anything that comes out of it. Um. Yeah, it, it, just have a look about the sort of home versus away you said be more attacking I think that you have a look at sort of the numbers uh, I've just got the numbers up here so scored 13 um, it is just a league sorry just a league not counting an FA Cup or anything like that scored 13 conceded 18 and then away scored 19 conceded 70 so the difference is conceding about the same but scoring more away again is that a difference that you know away teams are acting a bit more different or what I don't know so I guess the logical thing would be have a bit more of a go at home, but then you you, you leave yourself obviously at risk of rather than just losing one 0 like we have in quite a few of the games, losing two or three. And um yeah, it's just a bit strange really that there is that um is that such big difference. Hopefully it's something that sort of irons out, we get one or two wins in a row at home or whatever. You know, we can perhaps fluke it if you like, get a nice little uh run. And then that sort of that mentality of being bad at home, being really good away, sort of, you know, uh, you know, goes away and uh, get a good even even a semi good home farm, you know. Like I said twenty first at the moment, even just something like tenth or twelfth in the farm table, but still keeping that good away record going we'll be all right and, you know, keep us up there for the rest of the season. <laughs> well
1: let's not pretend lads, we're playing arrogate, yeah. We're not we're not playing anyone, you know, it's truly to win You know. As much as I know that you know they're in our league now, and you can't laugh at them, but <laughs> you know we still playing arrogant, yeah, so nothing than a dif- nothing than a win, yeah, I'll be happy
0: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i I, t- I- totally agree, and I think q- Q's given the uh, christmas off and uh like Ke done mentioned he said that he'd a little let like, obviously got the win on Saturday so that he wouldn't got to spend a bit of time with the family over christmas so Hopefully, they do get a nice little rest because obviously, it has been a hectic period. I think it's the first time we've not played yeah. on a Tuesday for a long time. So, hopefully, get a bit of a rest and uh, get get a, get a few players back on. all uh, Jackson has done his hit, so he might not be playing. We've got Barnett to play them. And I think uh, on the commentary, it didn't mention that uh, Blackwood is out till, till Christmas. Uh, sorry, till till the yeah. New Year. So, January transfers coming up. Where do, uh, Bim and you put the call out to Abdallah January last year. In a meeting. If he is listen, if he is listening, Big Where mid. do we need strengthened?
1: Centre mid. We need an older <laughs> we need an older head in there. Centre mid. We need an older head. We need we need a uh, centre mid and we need uh, another defender, I think. I think attacking, well I wasn't hmm. even looking at attacking. We've got Blackwood to come back as well. You know, for me midfield, 100 percent Someone who can get the foot on the ball and you know, Gary Gary T's, I don't think he's up to that, but uh, I think we need definitely, definitely need a midfielder. So I'm going to uh, email uh, Abdallah. And if he doesn't do like I say, like about Danny Rowe, he's in serious big trouble.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did. You, you made a, a passionate plea to him uh, last year. And he, he did go out and he did sign a striker, uh, which you um, blend the credit for having Danny Rowe. I think so same as well. well main I think he
2: sent well, midfield, or we defender. Them? And I think I, I saw a few someone on Twitter saying this, and I agree with this completely would be nice to have Chris McCann back, but he's obviously in Ireland now. Um, so, a Chris McCann-style player. Um, but even, a, you know, a, he's just released by Sheffield Wednesday uh, in the summer. A Kieran Lee type of guy as well. I know he's obviously next, you know, yeah, left a few years ago. So, you know, I think he's at Bolton Latin. now training with them yeah. so you can poach him from them, um, you know, from Wanderers and we can get him in. Someone like that, just some green generally as well. Someone who's a bit older um, because... You know, I'm sure he's a nice lad as well. Ben Garrity's, uh, you know, it could, could be a good player in the future. What I said because you think it's just his first time in the league or whatever, but you don't really want have a player almost on work experience type of thing. You know, I know, I know we've played before, but and it might, it, again, it might, be, it might yeah. be one of those things where it comes good, but you don't really want that. You could you could take it like I said. If you've got a youngster, you might say, well, we'll give him a run out over a year, and then because he might develop into someone good, so you could take the mistakes. But I don't see much point in having him alone. Letting him mine out these mistakes or whatever, and then he might become someone good just for him to go back to Blackpool, and then they take all the credit for him almost. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, but I agree. Yeah. I agree. With, I said this to Brad. If uh, we've mentioned on here before, have not we, Brad? About Gary T and Whelan, they've had no <coughs> experience hardly at Football League, have they? You know, they haven't, no, you know,
0: and you've got McCallman. You got McCawman on there. He's playing his first season as well. He he looks like a really good player. As I said, he's we have that experienced player play alongside Gareth playing alongside McCawman and Keeler Donnelly, who seems to be playing more like an attacking mid role then maybe the midfield could click. And obviously, it it gives that defence a bit more bit more than with Nathamby at the side of him on there as well. So. As I said, midfield, I think midfield is the big, the big one which yeah, we do need I think and... we do need someone,
1: someone who's uh, over thirty. I know I, 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 we've had this before, Brad, about Abdallah saying he doesn't want to get older heads in, guys, you know, because he believes youngsters, that you know, we can make progress with them. I understand that, but you look at, I looked at Tranmere yesterday against Bolton, and um, and even in previous hmm. weeks they've got G S B even in the middle, aren't they? And for me, he just runs the games. He runs the games. You know, he's, he's someone who can sit there and see everything. We haven't got we haven't got that. You know, we need someone that type of player that can go and sit there and see everything. You yeah. know what I mean? We need we need we do we do need to address it. We do. We do need to address it. And we need to a centre half as well because you know, Clark's in mm. in and out auntie. You know, the Abby Clark, the youngster. You know, he's been in and out, you know, with injury and, you know, being rested or whatever. We need I think we need another centre half as well. I don't know if you agree, guys. Yeah, I we need probably.
2: uh I was just going to say, especially, um, especially now we yeah. to. We, yeah, go on there. Again, go it's on. still sort of a small glimmer of hope, but I very much doubt it now that he's going to come back. So he's effectively, effectively been released. So if he gets off the books or whatever, um, get someone new in. And but I think it's one of them where you sort of said about Abdallah. I think he said it in one of the things. Um, or at least been into too, like that older plays not really his thing. We don't know why. Perhaps it's sort of progress of bringing the youngsters through, or perhaps it's because you don't want someone in the dressing room sort of being a bit of overriding, you know, his voice or whatever. Who knows? But um, like I said, having someone like a Oweeta would, you know, would be all right. But you've got to address the midfield problem as well because you, you can have a brilliant defence, but if you don't have anyone good in front of him, then it, you know, it, it don't mean too much. Um, you just Again, I just, I just keep going back to it, because I think, kept Chris McCann like you had that extension, you've just kept him, then you know so much could be different. But um we could say that about a lot of players we could sit there and say Jack Burnie was a brilliant player, we should have kept him but you know that's how it happens. Lots of players who should have stayed but didn't stay and you know how much would be would be better with him. Um, yeah.
1: I think we've addressed the real problems over the years. We don't score a lot and I think we've addressed that this year. We have, we have. Looking at, our, you know, you can uh, goals for speak volumes, don't they? You know what I mean? We score quite a bit this season, but like you said, no, I agree. I think we can add a couple of more in midfield and defence. I think, you know, we could go into the if we get good results over Christmas, man. We get some good, you know, experienced players in you know, over January. Anything can happen. Anything.
0: And it's the first first time as well. Obviously, Abdallah he doesn't really speak to the English press. He likes speaking to the Australian one. <laughs> I don't know if got him on speed dial or something, but I think it's the first first time, well, he did an article last week, I think it's the first time since he's been here where he sent it in to a reporter about playoffs. So maybe he might be thinking <laughs> about spending some money. Obviously, we've not had any standards for a no. while. There's been no piss boil So hopefully everything's rosy behind the scenes and every, everybody's getting along with each other. Things are, apparent, time. Things are ticking away quite nicely. <laughs> <laughs> There's eleven days, eleven days left. Uh, but yeah, things are ticking along nicely. Uh, so, Hopefully, speaking about playoffs, maybe you might find a bit of money and uh, hopefully sign sign a few players and maybe even get another Bahamooler in. If we get another another one of them, we would we wouldn't would be happy uh, on there. But yeah, that as I said, the, we we all know where the main main priorities are. Um, and hopefully, we can we can look to strengthen on there. And obviously it would give a big boost big boost to the squad and the fighting for position um in regards to that. But away from Latics, um you
2: have your own Yeah, a bit of a quick summary uh, if you like. So um what, what do you do most the, people watching this will the be old and fans. Uh you've probably heard of a website called D three D four. Um they've got a podcast. Uh, I'm not too involved with that, I hope out with some stuff with the, some stuff here and there, but I'm not too involved with it, although I do speak to the guy James who does that. Um, he came to me and said do you want to cover some National League stuff? I didn't know too much about the National League um, but yeah, I said I'll help out running run that stuff and then we started a podcast on there uh, where we uh, have a chat with players who are currently in the National League or have played in the National League and have moved on since Generally about once a week, every once a week, uh, maybe once every two weeks, depending on when we can get them on. Have a chat with some of their players. Uh, We've done about uh, eight of them now. phones are going to be next week, hopefully. Get that sorted out. And just have a general chat with the lads on there. They've done quite well. National League fans seem to quite like. them. got a lot of good reception from them. You know, done quite well. Uh, And yeah, that's what we're doing on there.
1: Is that exciting to do, is it? You know, is it is it good to do with it, with it being down there? Cause obviously, you must find it hard, people must find it hard to think because a lot of it, like you say, you, you go on like Premier League and Football League, with it. not many fans down there. Yeah, it's, still get the good it's one of them where stuff like with that. the
2: Premier League, all the interviews and all the questions you might want to ask really have already been done. So you're watching it as a fan, you know, if you, even if you pay a little bit of attention to it, it's already done. That's what you can see just on Twitter of what people, are, you know, um, for National League, you don't get a lot of coverage, just like League Two, uh, now and League One, don't get a lot of coverage, but National League don't get a lot either, even though they've got official rights with BT and stuff like that. A lot of the content doesn't get done. So that's one of the reasons why we did it, is we saw that there were all these players, you know, it was sort of, they could do these interviews with, have a chat with them. Not all of them say yeah, if going to be honest, some of them do say no, nah, it's not for me or whatever. Um, but we have a chat with them and it's it's one, of, all, all I do with it is I just sort of think, right, what would I like to wear for an olden player? Um, you know, and ask those types of questions, and you get some, you know, some funny stories as well. Uh, we had one. Um, so last uh, last episode, we just done with Joe Byron. We used to was an old was away for a few games, I think. Uh, he told quite a few funny stories about like Chris Wilder and, and stuff like that. Quite a few funny ones. Uh, it, yes, yeah, just one of them. They do seem to quite like it. Yeah. obviously they're they going to watch it for their team. Of course, yeah, that's always, always going to do. I'm going to watch Pass podcast over Rochdale on any day of the week. Um, but we've had, we have actually do have, we are building up a small group of people, even if it's only about 20 or 30, who are watching most episodes, even if it's not their team, which is quite good. That's what we've looked at the numbers for. So it's going quite well. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice to have a different sort of look at the league because normally you're having to look at it through your own team. So I've been looking at League 1, or now I'm in League 2. But having a look at National League as a neutral point of view and looking yeah. into it's quite different. So it's quite an interesting thing to do. Uh, yeah.
1: No, definitely. But I mean, you mm. know, on the night, it gets you a bit of experience at doing something like yeah. that. and You know, I don't... Uh, no, I, I do have I have got a Are Facebook account. Facebook? Yeah, I do,
2: but I don't really use it that much. I only use it... I only use it... Are you... Um...
1: Are you in any football groups? Like, no, I don't think time. so. Unless
2: I joined one years ago and didn't, didn't, uh, didn't sort of properly. I don't know too much. I've heard of uh, realistic Oldham fans or whatever the group is called. I know there's quite a few lads on there.
1: <laughs> well, that's what i was just about to mention. I'll let uh, Brad <laughs> take over on that because Brad's really active on that, and I'm really active on that. So me and Brad are come across some yesterday. <laughs> no,
0: we're not, not loud. We're not allowed allowed on the realistic, it just gets screenshots, you've got to be in the clip to uh, be on the realistic, but obviously when we win, everyone's happy, but you always get the certain few who just turn around and start mourning at fans for being negative and eating the words and stuff like that, I I, I just don't get some of them, and like they they were giving stick to Lawler for for the first goal, which was a 25-yard screamer, but then certainly went quiet when he made the penalty save, but... I, I I just don't I just don't get them. Uh, but it's best to stay off the Facebook one Facebook groups. I don't really, I, well I, I I don't really like to bite, uh, but I've got to bite sometimes on, on them. But we'll we'll leave we'll leave that one there. Uh, we can open the old ones. And, and obviously people who who are on those groups, they're more than welcome to come on the podcast. Uh, we've tried a few times, but we've been declined off a few. And uh, we've got the number for Steve Parson. He wants to come on. This is this is his spot chance to come down and speak his views, so um you can speak on the more you know than happy I'll have a debate on here. That. What did you say, said, if, if he does
1: listen, or you know anyone that you know can get in touch with him, because obviously he boxes on all everything. You know, we're not we wouldn't absolutely we wouldn't ridicule him. the day, an olden fan is an olden fan. We welcome any olden fan on. You know, and we're not we're not we not we yeah. publicise like, Have a go at him. We just want his views and his way of thinking. And then we can talk about it, you know what I mean that's that's all we want we We want to see fans of all different like we you know we've seen experienced fans that have been mm. about you know Latics like Patrick Harwood, yourself, Nathan. you know we've had we want all fans to come on, but we've they've actively declined us. We had a, a certain person, I'm not going to mention him He uh, said that, "Oh, yes, I'll come on, I'll come on, yeah'll i come on." Then, turn around, uh, I inboxed him. I said, listen, it's your opportunity to come on. Someone's let us down. They can't make it. Do you want to come on? He goes, no, I don't agree with what's being said on there. Well, that's your opinion, you you know. You might not agree with what's being said on there, but you come on and have your Mm -hmm. say, then you get your opinion across. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah, people I said, like I said, our opinion has changed a little bit over the last few, few weeks where, we have given, we will give Kiel a bit of time. We we are happy with the performances and stuff like that. And given Adela, giving gave Adela credit last week where we turned around and said that he, everything's and down uh, and stuff like that. So we're more than happy to have a debate. We're all Lattic fans at the end of the day and we all want the best for the team. We all want to push forward. I'm, I'm not sure about you, Nathan. The main thing we want is to get out of this league. We've not seen a promotion. Yeah. Like you said, we've not even seen a top 10 finish. Sorry, it's a, a top half um, yeah, you know, you know, well. maybe, maybe this is me sort of leaning about a yourself. bit too what into sort of, um,
2: sort of sort well, of politics type of thing, but I'll keep it keep it old. Generally, this is what I say. Do I believe that you know whoever whoever speaking you know, or giving their opinion has the best interests are as you know the best interests, even if I think they're wrong, have the wrong after wrong information or whatever. Generally most older fans I do. I think it would be a weird thing for someone to support a team and actively want them to lose or whatever. That'd be a bit of a strange thing. So with some of these lads, they get called the realistic lads or whatever, they get, get called like Abdallah's men. Unless they're directly, you know, sort of benefiting in some kind of way, you're old and being bad, it would be strange for them to, you know, uh, want them to, to, you know, old old them to lose or whatever. That's, you know, their view. But my point of view is, as long as someone uh, has the, as long as someone, you know, wants the club to do well, which I think most of them do, and it goes for anything, then all right, then we both want the same thing. We both want the club to do well. We can have a disagreement over the facts of how oh, the best way of that is, is it protests? protest we need to do, is it need to leave, give him more time, or whatever the, the thing is. You can have that debate. And a forum like this, I think, is brilliant. Because if I have a different opinion on stuff, there's lots of things in life I have a different opinion on. And if I if I was given an opportunity to go on a podcast to broadcast that to everyone who's interested within that particular topic, which is what this would be, a lot of fans watch us and know, I'd be dying for that. I'd be going, get me on there. I want, I want, you know, I'd be wanting, I don't just want one podcast, I want two podcasts, three podcasts to go into it. You know, if I disagreed with you now, I'd get all my notes out and I'd write, what do you believe? This is why, yeah, this, yeah, and I get my stats definitely. out and all the information and say, this is why my opinion, you know, is not opinion, it's a facts better than yours or whatever. That's what I'd be doing. Uh, like I said, I don't really know these guys. Are you sort of, um, Steve Partington or whatever his name is. I don't really, that's not, that's not me throwing shade and being disrespectful. I generally don't use Facebook, so I don't really know too much about him. My advice would be to him if he's watching this, come on, mate, get your, pod, uh, get your facts out, You know, give your point of view um, and say, and you know, you might be right on a few things, who knows? And you might sort of say something and fans go, actually, no, actually, no, you're right. And you might do it, like, even if it's only a few things. That would be my advice to anyone with any sort of different opinion. Come on and sort of stand your ground, really.
1: Well, that's what we want, Nathan. We want fans a different opinion. And you know what? Maybe I'll go, Do you know what, actually, lads, hmm. Leave off him, you know. It's actually quite that. Right. But they're not prepared to come on, you know. They're not prepared to say anything. They're just basically saying we're talking. Like I put on Twitter yesterday, guys. But you guys will hmm. have seen it. But, you know, I put on, if it's good, Nathan, I'll say it's good. And if it's shit, I'll say it's shit. You know, that's the way it is. You can't, you know, that that's that's the way it is. You know, but when it is bad, oh, they go on about oh the morning again, the morning again, the morning again. I don't want to be coming on here, morning going. Oh, look at this. I want yeah. a positive podcast every week and see the club going forward. I don't want to be. We don't want to do it, Brad.
0: No, we don't want to be talking. Uh, every every episode, we say we don't want to be talking about the negatives. We want to be talking about the positives and the positives that yeah. things are quiet. That is progress. is. We are doing well, like we are doing. That is progress, and the, the main thing the aim the aim is to get into the to the playoffs at the end of the day and get promoted, and that's what we all want.
2: Oh, uh, where do you think we finish this season? I and mean,
0: um, uh, where do you think we will
2: finish the season? At, 14th at the moment, you know, I think for the first time in my lifetime of supporting Oldham, I think we're going to see a top half finish, even if it's just. I'm going to go for. Maybe being a bit too sort of uh, conservative, I think we're going to go twelfth, so top half, just just top half. I think we're going to see it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we Yeah, top half. You're gonna, you got? We get dizzy Dizzy heights of top half. Uh, a top half, top half finish. Uh, I, I, I think we will. I think we will this year. I think this is a. I a, see. A year where we're going to change. I thought she was gonna you are going to. You want my opinion? And we're going to. It. <laughs>
1: Title wrapped up before Good Friday, lads. Go enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Always oh, an optimistic <laughs> bit. Yeah.